This is Servant Marcia Carney with Escape to Heaven. Spirit of the Lord is upon me. His anointing is empowering. The kingdom of the Lord is within me. And He's calling Radio Land. Yay! Monday morning, 11.30 a.m. We're at 94.1 Wave 94 and you are listening. You have arrived, okay, to Heaven on Earth Ministries of Jesus Christ and we're talking about escape. Escape to heaven. But can we escape? How do we qualify? Well, that's what we're going to talk about today and we have a special special program today because we have a guest oh my god and uh why don't you introduce yourself who are you (laughs) hi good morning my name is sheena i am uh, also the daughter of this wonderful (laughs) host that you had this morning (laughs) i am uh I graduated from FAMU. I am a doctor. I am also ordained as an evangelist since I was um, young as 13. So, And many other things that God has blessed me to do, but I am grateful to be here today. Amen. And, you know, today what the Lord put on my heart this morning is that there is a call. You know, we've been talking about the sound and we've talked about so many spiritual things, but there is an actual call out to the remnant. And and what does the remnant, the word remnant means? I mean, it's small part, usually a remaining trace. Uh, in the last hour that we're living in, that we talk so much about like how the veil is thinning and mm-hmm. we're living in the age of grace, which Jesus brought to the earth. His father is calling out to the remnant to return to the father, yeah. to return to him as the Holy Spirit is commissioned, you know, to help us prepare pair ourselves as the bride of Christ for his return. And we're also ambassadors of God. So there is a a reason why the remnant is being called to go out, preach, heal the sick, deliver, you know, let the lost see that God is real, that Jesus is the firstborn of many. Amen. Amen. And that, uh, you know, but, but being the remnant has a cost. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a definite benefit. And so my question is, what is our future hmm. as the remnant? You know, we know that heaven is real, right? Yeah. And we know that heaven exists and it's our destiny and all that we know. So what do you want to say about the remnant before we go to the word? Because we're going to go to the word. Well, uh, I believe the remnants was... Um, before they really even understand what they're doing as far as being remains um, afterwards. But they they... They have a, a set of 
responsibility. And in that, in their living in their heart for God, they are consecrated and set apart and also given promises. But there is a purpose in this promise. And and there's a a purpose in covenant. And it all plays a part in um, God's perfect plan. I, I agree with you completely. You know, the concept of remnant is not a new concept. That's been around forever. I mean, I was researching this morning, but without thinking about the research, just going all the way back to the most important remnant of all, the eight, mm-hmm. <laughs> the magic eight, mm-hmm. you know, Noah and his family. Mm-hmm. I mean, actually, they were a remnant. Yep. And so God has always had this concept of the remnant, even though in our reading the Bible, we see it demonstrated over and over again. When we're looking at the Israelites uh, this morning, I was looking over there in Second Chronicles 30 chapter, uh, and it was talking about how the Lord sent the prophet out and, you know, he said, hey, make them come back to me. And, uh, you know, and they were doing it over Passover or something like that. And he said, children of Israel, return, return. And he's doing that with us now mm-hmm. to the Lord God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's saying and then God himself will return to the remnant because you're the remnant. Wow. You have escaped. So the remnant then has another feature, and that is that we are the escapees. Mm, mm-hmm. You know, I didn't know that. I just that just came to me. <laughs> you know, let's think about Noah and mm-hmm. his family. They were the escapees of the great flood. Yes, literally. Yep. And even uh, if you look at the entire nation of Israel, right? You know, they were the remnant of mankind at that time, but they were also escapees mm-hmm. from Egypt. You know, yep. so uh, the Lord was saying in Second uh, Chronicles, like, you know, do not be like your fathers, okay, mm-hmm. and your brethren who trespass against the Lord God. Um, and so, therefore, when you trespass against Him, He gives you up to desolation. So we're wondering, like, why is there so much mental illness and craziness and insanity? Mm. But, you know, we've left the Lord. Amen. And that is another reason of the remnants even being there, because in the end, the purpose is redemption, to redeem them and see who've all been touched by this um, remnants being escapees and who have seen what God has done as far as the flood and drying up the Jordan River with the Israelites when they've um, gone through their journeys. Right, right, right. And so he was saying like, um, don't be like that. And, you know, try not, you know, don't break the commandments. But look at this one. This is in Second Chronicles, right? Mm -hmm. He says, do not join in marriage with people that commit these abominations. Mm -hmm. So in our day and time of so much, is there's that word called tolerance, you know, where we're really mixed, literally. I mean, we're mixed racially, we're mixed uh, socially, we're just mixed all all over the place. But in the middle of all that mixing socially, we still have to identify ourselves with the Lord as the remnant. And we cannot literally mix to the point where we go against the father. And and I think that's what he was saying back then, that that was the uh, snare that was capturing the remnant. Uh, he said, because you're righteous. OK. And God himself has left us as a remnant. Uh, I, I was in Jeremiah, the 35th chapter, I saw where 
the remnant will always be able to enter into the throne room mm. with petition. I mean, that's in the Bible, looking at Jeremiah, where he's saying, uh, turn now everyone from his evil ways. That's how you stop. Mm-hmm. That's how you, you know, become that remnant because every the cry go out to everyone, right? Like many are called, few are chosen, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. So it goes out, mm-hmm. but then it's the ones that listen and incline and turn away. So he's saying, turn now everyone from his evil way, amend your doings, do not go after the other gods' idolatry again to serve them. You know, uh, incline your ear, obey me. That's what he's saying. So. Uh, if you if you do that, he's saying how uh, if you do obey me, that uh, the Lord will make sure that there's always a man to stand before my throne. Mm-hmm. So that was what this was all about was um, where a man of God told his children that they could never drink wine. And so he told them that like 2000 years ago, a thousand years ago, and they were still being obedient. And God say, look, if if these family can obey their father, Mm -hmm. then why can't my remnant obey me? Right. That's what he was saying. And, and that's the purpose. We, God designed his perfect plan and put this responsibility in a way on the remnant. And by giving that he, he desires for us to be consecrated and set apart. And by us being consecrated, we, can then um, change the land. Rather, if we're not, un- we're unconsecrated, the land will change us. Wait a minute. That's a good point. You know, took me off my path again. Sorry. So now we're going, no, that's good. That's straight. That's good. So now, wait, wait, you said something. So that brings me over to second Chronicles seven, something like that. If my people, mm-hmm. oh, <laughs> if my people, so aren't this, this is the remnant, right? Mm-hmm. If my people who are what called mm-hmm. by my name, right? Would do what humble themselves, seek my face, right? Mm-hmm. Turn from their wicked words, right? Pray, right? So that's the land. That's what you're saying. In order for the land to be healed, mm-hmm. the remnant must maintain that intimacy with the Lord. Yes, and we can also go to Romans eight. Go ahead. Oh yeah, you know Romans eight. Go go go. Pull it up here. Okay. For the earnest expectation of the creature waiteth for the manifestation of the sons of God. Amen. For the creature was made subject to vanity, not willingly, but by reason of him who had subjected the same in hope. Because the creature itself also shall be delivered from bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. Wow. That's King James. The remnant. No, no, that's good. Because the remnant has the power and the authority. To change the entire world. Right. And so creation itself is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. That That's the remnant again. Yep. So now we know why the Father is calling out to us. It's like, I mean, you're, you're starting to see remnant come in out of all kinds of circumstances back into the fold of God. Amazing. You were talking about a guy who is now IT at your church or something. Yes. You know, that's a remnant. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, so our God is calling us back in because I, I think because the period, the age, the age of grace, you know, the dispensation of the ages, I believe that the age of grace is ending and the millennium is coming, and so the responsibilities of the remnant is coming to the forefront. Yep, yep. Yeah. 
That's what I believe. And what happens when the remnant like just simply refuses to obey the word of God? Like in Jeremiah 36, you know, uh, the Lord said, because Jacoam, you know, that was the king that Jeremiah was always going to and prophesying to. Uh, the Lord said he shall have no one to sit on the throne of David and his dead body shall be cast out onto the heat of the day and the heat of the night that God would punish him and his family and his servants because they refused in the face of the prophet. They just kind of smirked at him and said, we're not doing it. We're not going to do. And matter of fact, that same king was worshiping other idols, you know, but in the front, he'd act like he's serving God, but mm-hmm. he was worshiping other idols. So and consecration is usually done in private. It starts in privacy see, see? and manifests in public. Right. So literally, the Lord saw this king as a worker of iniquity because in private, he was worshiping the other idol gods. Exactly. So the Lord even lets us know as the remnant, like if we surrender to him, Mm -hmm. even when we're in captivity, he will bless us. Yep. Yep. So when King uh, Nebuchadnezzar came, you know, the ones that went with him to Babylon like, like uh, we know those names, those three guys. What those three guys, those sons, uh, Meshach, remember? Mm, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. You know, mm-hmm. they were blessed while they were in captivity. Yeah. Remember, they, they didn't eat the food of the, um, of the land again. <laughs> so if my people, we go right back to what you said, mm-hmm. who are called by my name. Uh, I see God is giving you something. Go ahead, say what you're ready to say. Oh, well, because um, even if we go back to Joshua, it's a great um, remnant example. <laughs> right. Caleb and Joshua, yes, right? Yes. The two of the 12. Mm-hmm. Okay, go ahead. I got it. Um, this remnant thing is exciting. Go, go, go. Joshua 5, 2 through 9, um, God is basically telling them to get flint knives and circumcise themselves. But in this, well, you know what? I should read the scripture and not. Well, you can, of course. Yes, yes. <laughs> read the scripture. It's fine. So the point is, when you are a remnant, God just gives us, you know, uh, he tells us what to do, how to do it, when to do it. And it's based upon us. And in Jeremiah 38, when uh, Jeremiah is speaking to Zedekiah, the next king, not the other king that was already punished, him and his servants, uh, thus says the Lord, the God of hosts, the God of Israel, if you surely surrender to the king of Babylon's princes, then your soul shall live and the city shall not be burnt with fire and you and your house shall live. It's strange to us, the remnant, to surrender to the wicked. Mm -hmm. But if God has ordained it, you will live and not die because at being a remnant, like you have said, it's all about purpose. It's all about the responsibilities. It's about the fulfilling of God's will for the earth. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. And in their process of them in the wilderness, at least in Joshua's case with the Israelites, God did tell them to circumcise even in old age. And it's just sometimes when you, you're trying to go by the will of God, it does hurt. It would flint knives at old age when they're using other tools um, it, it caused pain, but at right. the same time, it, it was a, a sign of consecration and being set apart. Exactly. And, and following the covenant and the promise, which will forevermore come in the end. 
Exactly. So it's like yesterday we were talking about how you have to die. Yes. <laughs> and, how, and how, you know, how at the Lord's Supper, like, or, or every time we, we remember mm-hmm. Jesus, we have to remember die. Right. And, and, and death is painful. And it's also, well, circumcision is something that you would want to do in private. Right. As well. Exactly. So you have to die daily in private. And by doing that daily, you are being the remnant and set apart and it will manifest in public. Right. Against all the population. Right. So being a remnant does not necessarily equal that you're laying hands on the sick and they're all being recovered. I mean, those are signs and wonders of those that believe. So if anything, those are the signs and wonders that this is a group of people that believe in Jesus. And therefore, these signs shall follow those that believe. So truly being a remnant is being converted, mm-hmm. transformed, you know, a new creature, that kind of thing. That's the remnant. But the remnant also will change the lives of many. Many. Amen. Amen. So, Elvin Jeremiah 42, uh, the remnant was seeking the Lord's face and they went to Jeremiah and they said, look, uh, please let our petition be acceptable to you and pray for us. They went to the prophets. So remnants, we need to know where to go because, mm-hmm. you know, we're out there floundering all kind of places. And that's why it's important to keep that prayer life because God will lead you, you know. Mm-hmm. And so they were led to the prophet of Jeremiah and they asked him to pray for them because uh, they said, for we are the only ones left and we are few of the many that was here previously. And so we want you that your Lord, that the Lord your God may show us the way in which we should walk and the thing we should do. And then Jeremiah said 10 days later, well, okay, I've heard from the Lord. And here's what he said. Okay. He said, um, you know, that the Lord will keep nothing back from you. See, and uh, that he will keep them. He said, fear not. All right. So, the thing that the Lord will say back to the remnant is believe in me, have faith in me, have faith in God and know that it is me that is leading you, guiding you. And uh, you've had some circumstances like that, right? Mm-hmm. I oh, mean, many. <laughs> very. Maybe you can share one or two with us. What does it mean to be a remnant in today's society? You know, you're a professional, you're a doctor, mm-hmm. you, you're beautiful, you're, you know, you love the Lord, you know the Lord. But how hard is it to be a remnant person? It, it can sometimes seem lonely, but at the same time, you're never alone because Jesus and God is with you in your heart. And I just feel as long as you stay focused on that, the um, desire for strong ambition or friends or to be liked or anything like that will decrease mm-hmm. in in relation to what God has told you he has promised. And sometimes it's not as clear, but at least um, if you... Try to be as spiritual aware as possible. You can always see God in the in what we deem good as bad, but our perspective is not the same as God's. So the remnant really has uh, this this relationship with the Lord mm-hmm. that allows them to intercede on behalf of others. Because I've seen you intercede mm-hmm. on in so many cases, practically for all your friends and associates, mm-hmm. and. Yes. Uh, and then um, at the same time, God shows mercy 
to his remnant, you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, because all have sinned and fell short of the glory of God. But then we're still the remnant. Exactly. Right. Yes. Right. I know uh, personally, at least probably about two years ago, I know um, I was really having a heart to have a house. I always wanted a house. And then I started gaining more friends and wanting to host the Holy Spirit around congregation and others and just have a place for people to come. And in that time, I also wanted to go on a mission trip. I remember. My heart was really towards just giving the Lord out to everyone. And I could not go on a mission trip because of the pandemic happening and quarantining being uh, required. But um, with that money, I was able to use that to get a house. And God blessed me in just so many ways, so rapidly and quickly. And it's just so many blessings with this house to be able to host many people and host the spirit. And I've seen you actually host like 20 people or so in your house mm-hmm. just having prayer. Yeah. So see, Remnant, this is our time. This is really our season, you know, to stand for the Lord. We don't know for real the future, per se. I mean, I remember one time when even the disciples went to Jesus and went like, OK, tell us like when, when, when? Are you coming back? You know, what's going to be a sign of your coming back? And and when is the end of the age, meaning the age of, of grace, like we're talking about now, because there are people out there saying that the age of grace ends starting the year 2025. And by the time we get to 2075, age of grace has ended. But do they really know this stuff? They don't really know. Even Jesus said, I don't know. My dad knows, you know, <laughs> but, but uh, he, he lets us know that many will come in his name saying I am the Christ they will deceive many you'll hear of wars and rumor of wars we're dealing with that now but he said be not troubled for these things must come to pass in order for the end Mm -hmm. and nations will go against nations kingdom against kingdom and there'll be famines and pestilence that you just referred to and earthquakes all of this will happen he said this is the beginning of sorrows and they will deliver you who is you the remnant Right. see so there's another side to being the remnant, you know. I mean, they're going to deliver us up because we will represent the truism of Jesus, you know, mm-hmm. uh, to tribulation. And uh, they'll kill us and, and we'll be hated by all nations for Jesus' sake. I mean, that's a part of our future, you know. And many will be offended, betray one another, hate one another, many false prophets and lawlessness and the love of many will wax cold. Okay, we're seeing all that now. But guess what? The remnant does what? Endures. Yes. Until the very end. And so our lifestyle, you always talk about seek ye first. Mm-hmm. What? Uh, <laughs> and all things will be added. Mm-hmm. So that's how the remnant lives. Right. As long as you have that heart for God and staying consecrated in private, all the things that happen when you're not in private won't affect you. As much. I mean, we are humans. We are capable of feelings and emotions. But at the very least, when we focus our attention and our heart on God, all of the other things will um, be added unto us and our emotions are will be protected. Yeah, you said something just then. It's almost like the, the person who keeps his mind stayed on God. Mm-hmm. And then it says something about he'll be in perfect peace. Okay. Yeah, that's in the Bible. <laughs> so you're, you're right on it. I mean, and uh, even got to Jesus when he's talking about the great tribulation. He says those days. Here's another benefit of being the remnant and and how it benefits all the world. He says unless those days were shortened, no flesh, no human being would be saved. 
But for the elect's sake, the remnant, okay, those days will be shortened. Mm -hmm. So the remnant has a special place uh, in God's heart. Uh, That's taking me over to 2 Corinthians, uh, the sixth chapter, uh, maybe even before that, the fifth chapter, how it says, therefore, if any man be in Christ, Mm -hmm. he's a new creature. Remember that old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Yes. So the remnant, they're our past. It's not there anymore. Instead, it's our future and it's our present where we have decided that we are the temple, mm-hmm. you know, of the living king. If we go over to Second Corinthians, the sixth chapter, it talks about that uh, our ministry, we, we're, we have been approved, the remnant, to be ministers of God. In much patience mm-hmm. and afflictions. Uh, do you have a job right now, doctor? No, not right now. Huh? I'm in between. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But yet you're smiling, you're filled with the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. and you're still trying to figure out how to tell more people about Jesus. Amen. Yes. So in afflictions and necessities, in distress and stripes and imprisonments and tumults and labors and watchings and fasting. We go through all of that as the remnant by how pureness, mm-hmm. you know, who shall ascend to the holy hill? Remember? Mm-hmm. Clean heart. No, clean hands, <laughs> pure heart, right? So we go through all of that distress by pureness, by knowledge, by long suffering, by kindness, by the Holy Spirit, by the word of truth, the power of God. The armor of righteousness, amen, mm-hmm. on both hands, left and right. Honor, dishonor, evil report, good report, deceivers, yet true. Nobody knows us, but we're known by God, okay? So the remnant, as I think your preacher was talking about yesterday, have, it said, uh, sorrowful, yet always joyful. Yes. Remember, he was talking about that yesterday. Oh, Poor, uh-huh. <laughs> yet making many rich. Mm-hmm. Having nothing, yet possessing all things. Yes. The remnant. That's what he was talking about yesterday. Yes, you can amplify that. In in that, well, in the remnant, there are sufferings that we do that exist. But because of that... um, there's a sake of holiness, righteousness, consecration, but in that there's a level of promotion. At the same time, okay. we live in a broken world and we have to be able to demonstrate that. But it's like the presence, if we know that the presence of the Lord is a fulfillment of joy, yeah, then yeah. there's nothing that will hinder us. And, and also the cost of joy is comfort. So sometimes we have to give up our comfort in order to actually experience the joy of the Lord. Oh my. Wow, you mean living in the car? <laughs> Something like <laughs> yeah. that. Because oh my very God, least. I don't want to do it. <laughs> but see, the remnant is, is not about what you want. Mm-hmm. It's about what God has designed you to be. Right. And once you survive certain things and mm-hmm. disciplines that the Lord gives us, we know that we can survive the blessings thereafter. Ah, so you mean you, the remnant need to not just survive the horror, mm-hmm. but survive the honor. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I want to clap for that one. <laughs> That's a good one. 
I hope that you have enjoyed listening to me and my daughter just kind of kick it today because we want you to know, yes, you can escape to heaven in the middle of everything because heaven is within you. The kingdom of God, it is within you. It's not meat, it's not drink, but it's joy, righteousness, and the Holy Spirit. We learned that over in Romans 14. Mm -hmm. So you need to keep if you have not yet received the Lord as your Savior, uh, Dr. Grayson, why don't you bring them into the kingdom? Anyone out there in Radio Land that have not yet received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, because we are the remnant that Jesus has upon this earth. Amen. Romans, the 10th chapter will help you understand how to always be able to escape to heaven. We know that we're, we know Jesus is coming. We know about the rapture, but we're not talking about that right now. We're talking about living, eating, breathing every day on earth. And we need to live in heaven while we're here. Lord, we just want to thank you for waking us up this morning, allowing us another beautiful day that we have never seen. And uh, Lord, just Thank you for those that are listening and those that have um, drawn near to you after this and would desire to be repented. And we just want to say, Lord, we repent and we turn to you, God, that our sins may be wiped out, that the times of refreshing may come from the land. And we just want to um, also reiterate, Lord, that we believe in you and trust in you, that you did send your son, Jesus Christ, to die for our sins. And that with you, we have everlasting life. Amen. Thank you. And we're going to say bye. Um, you can go to heaven and you might as well identify yourself. You are the remnant and walk in it, walk in the light and know that he's called you out for a purpose. Heed the call, run to the father, repent and walk in your position. We love you. Escape to heaven because she can. Heaven on Earth Ministries of Jesus Christ. See you next week. Bye.